Welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to poker tournament strategy. Now here's your host, Clayton Fletcher. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast, sponsored by ACR, America's Card Room, where the OSS may be over, but that's nothing. We've got the whole summer, all kinds of exciting things, a beefed up tournament schedule, especially on Sundays. We've got brand new mystery bounties premiering. We've got the next moneymaker. And of course, ACR has sponsored two of our listeners to compete in the tag team event. More details about that in the coming weeks. But congratulations to our two winners in the ACR free roll. They both want a free buy-in and a chance to play in the tag team event with Derek Tenbush and me. My name is Clayton Fletcher and I'm in fabulous Las Vegas. And I'll be honest with you guys, this is gonna be a non-standard issue (laughs) podcast episode. I am dead tired. The date is June 1st and today I played in the mystery million bounty bounty mystery million whatever they're calling it this year event number three at the world series of poker and uh, i bagged so i'm just getting back to my hotel room here at one o'clock in the morning on thursday june 1st and i'm tired i'm excited i i have a nice stack i bagged 1.15 million chips um, you know, what a day. We started with 40K. This is one of those tournaments where you actually reach the money on day one because it's such a turbo. So we started with like 2,950 players and played down to about 160, 22 levels. And with the breaks and everything else, it lasted quite a while. We didn't finish up until after 12.30. So I'm very tired. I do have one interesting hand that I would like to discuss with you guys from that tournament. But first, I want to remind you all that if you are in fabulous Las Vegas this weekend, the place to be is at the Mirage, where Friday and Saturday, June 2nd and 3rd, I will be appearing on stage in the Mirage Theater with the great Jim Jeffries. Now, Jim came out on the same day as I did, which was this past Tuesday, May 30th. Even though the shows aren't till Friday, we both wanted to play some poker. Jim had never actually competed in a casino tournament before. He had a great time. He bought into the Mystery Bounty on Wednesday and today, Thursday, as I'm recording this. And he says he had a blast. He can see the appeal of the game. He got a lot of attention. He <laughs> Jim likes attention, okay? He got interviewed by Tiffany Michelle for poker.org and on and on. So I think there's a chance I will be able to talk him into coming back and playing in the main event. I gave him some tips, you know, some coaching, some pointers. But on both days, my friend finished out of the money. I was actually hoping to podcast with him at some point, but I didn't realize my entire day would be filled (laughs) with poker. Um, You know, I'm very happy about this, guys, considering if you guys remember, if you were listening to this podcast last year, 
in the summer of 22, I did not make my first dinner break until day one of the main event. So that really tells you how bad my luck was last summer. And already I'm seeing a reversal of fortune. Um, you know, I won a coin flip today, a big one. I also beat jacks with tens all in before the flop. So a lot of things went my way. And yeah, that's why I ended up with what was, at least for my flight, a top 10 stack. I think I finished around sixth place out of the remaining players just from my flight. Now, of course, Friday and Saturday are both going to be madhouses. Everyone wants to play in this mystery million, bounty million, whatever they're calling it this time. It's exciting. On day two, somebody will bust someone and collect an envelope inside of which there will be a prize of $1 million. Also, first place in this tournament is guaranteed to be a million dollars as well. So that would be a fine bracelet to win for a $1,000 investment. So yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. I'm happy that we are already in the money. It's nice to come back on day two after the bubble. And you know, some people will be looking at pay jumps and things like that. I will be looking to put this stack to work and try to bust some people and collect as many envelopes as possible, giving myself the best possible shot at the big prize. Guys, if you're not yet a member of ACR, you have to join. It is the best place to play online poker in America and elsewhere. And you can get a first-time deposit bonus of 100% up to $2,000 just by clicking the link in the description of this podcast and entering the promo code TPE. All right, let's go over this hand really quickly. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm dead tired, guys. I don't think I have enough energy to give you guys like a 60-minute podcast tonight, but I did want to share my news and, of course, promote these shows one more time. I'd love to see as many podcast listeners in the crowd as possible. So if you're in Vegas Friday and Saturday, visit jimjeffries.com for tickets to come see us at the Mirage this weekend. All right, so here's a very interesting hand. This is after we were already in the money. I have a few other hands from this tournament, but this was the one that I found especially interesting for a lot of reasons. Um, there was a player with some sort of accent. I couldn't quite tell at first whether he was British or Welsh or Scottish or Irish because I didn't really get to hear him talk that much. But he was playing a very, very wide range of hands from a lot of different positions. I felt that he was trying to take advantage of our table's general tightness. Now, throughout this tournament, I have found a lot of players making a lot of egregious errors. I don't think that every tournament I enter this summer will be like that. But in this case, this million bounty, dollar billion bounty thing has attracted a very wide range of skill levels among the participants. So I believe that this player, who I had pegged as a good professional player, was playing too many hands as an exploit because so many players seemed to be very reluctant to get involved and tangle with him. So why not help himself to as many pots as possible? So I decided it was time to take a stand versus him. And... After two folds, he raised it up from third position 
to 24,000. Now the blinds at this point were 6,000 and 12,000 with a 12,000 big blind ante. And so he makes it 24, just the minimum, the minimum bet. And the action folds to Clayton on the button, holding the king of clubs, 10 of clubs. Now this player who turned out to be Gary Blackwood, and I suspected that's who it was. Now, some of you may not know that name. I can tell you he is also a poker podcaster <laughs> alongside Mike Brady. He's got a podcast called Level Up, which I think is the best cash game podcast that you can find on the Internet. I mean, I listen to this podcast all the time. And Mr. Blackwood is... Uh, a voice that I hear so often when I go to bed at night because I like to listen to poker podcasts while I'm falling asleep. So yeah, hearing his voice and seeing his face in real life was odd because I actually never knew what he looked like. And I know from experience that some of you don't know what I look like either. And you may or may not match my face with how I sound. And that's always funny to me when people tell me, uh, famously, someone told me that they assumed I was a big fat guy, and they were surprised that I'm not. <laughs> anyway, uh, getting back to the hand, Gary makes it 24K, and he's got about 450,000 in his stack. The action folds to me on the button with the king of clubs, 10 of clubs, and I've got about 375. So Gary has me barely covered, basically. I decide to three bet. Put the heat on a little bit. Now, we're already in the money. I think at this point, everyone's getting the min cash, whatever that was. I think it was very low in this tournament. The buy-in was 1,000, and then the min cash was like 1075 or something like that. So you basically win like your money back. But that's because it's a bounty tournament. They need to take 300 out of every buy-in to fuel those mystery bounties on day two and three. So anyway... I decide to three bet with my king of clubs, 10 of clubs. Uh, you can absolutely flat this. You can even fold it if you want, but that's a little tight for me, especially against such an aggressive opener. I went for a modest three bet, you know, just uh, 70,000. So he had opened to 24 and I made it 70. I give myself wiggle room post flop. I also feel like I won't be pot committed if for some reason somebody on my left decides to move all in over the top i won't be pot committed so there are a lot of reasons to kind of keep this three bet sizing down also i'm on the button and there's nothing wrong with that so here we are on the button in position with the suited king ten of clubs and it folds back to gary who just calls and now with something like 180 ish in the middle the flop comes Ten of diamonds, tray of clubs, deuce of hearts. So ten tray deuce rainbow with one club, hero holding the king ten of clubs. And Gary checks it over to me, and I bet just 40,000, guys. Now the idea here is I want to keep a lot of his hands in. I want him to call me with overcards, especially hands like king queen king jack because i have them reverse dominated now that i flopped a 10 and i'm concerned that if i bet too much 
he's just going to fold. I don't want him to play perfectly. I'm trying to get some value here. He may also call this bet with a hand like pocket fives, pocket sixes, pocket sevens, which are all hands that may have raised and then called the three bet, especially the smallish three bet that I had put in. So yeah, I like my top pair and I'm going for value. Well, Gary uh, decides to give me more action than I bargained for and just shoves all in. Now, at this point, I've already put in 110 of my 375,000 chips and I've got top pair with a good kicker. The problem for me is that it's very hard to put this guy on a bluff. Like, does he have 5-4, <laughs> right? 2-3-10. I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to find any bluffs. But I know that this player, from his podcast, I know that he's very balanced, very interested in GTO. He would like to have a range for value check raising. And so he will, he will find a way to have a range for bluff check raising as well. At the time, the only hand I could think of that I could beat was 5-4 suited. Whatever combos, I guess there's four combos of that hand available, but that's about it. And that assumes that he would open with that hand from early position and then call a three bet from me on the button. Very dicey, very hard to know what to do here. I strongly considered folding. But then I realized if I'm folding king 10, what am I even calling with? Only the over pairs plus ace 10? Only sets? Like you need to have some calls when you're playing against a good player who is balanced. He's going to put you to the test like this. I think sometimes you just need to call. So you know what? I took about 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds. Either way, a pretty long time for me. I generally act pretty quickly at the table. But yeah, I made the call. And sure enough, Gary Blackwood turned over the five of clubs, four of clubs. So I had the same suit as my opponent, who at least on the flop had eight clean outs to the nuts. So I just have to fade aces and sixes. And I would have a stack that is more than two times the average stack at this stage of the tournament. So, come on, bricks. The turn was the nine of clubs, which gave us both a flush draw, which is great news for me. And the river was an offsuit king, giving me two pair and leaving Mr. Gary Blackwood with just five high. And I shook his hand. I told him what a fan I am of his podcasting. And he was extremely gracious in defeat. I really enjoyed playing with him. And I just hope that I can be as warm and gracious with a podcast listener who may happen to bust me this summer and wants to shake my hand immediately afterward. So kudos to Gary. Check out his podcast. It is called Level Up, and it's found anywhere that podcasts can be downloaded. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Guys, I am dead tired. I'm going to fall asleep the moment my head hits the pillow. And so for everyone here at Tournament Poker Edge, with special thanks, as always, to our very generous sponsor, America's Card Room, I'm Clayton Fletcher. Thank you so much for listening.
Fun, fun. 